good shit. What's good shit? I ran a couple of my Bug Light premiums through my. Bug, bug Light? B U G? You did not. Isn't you it? said no. I promise you didn't. And I have it on tape. There was clearly the enunciation of a G. Okay, so we'll have to go back and listen to it later so we, we will, can see how you're wrong. I need to throw down the little challenge flag, replay the tape. This is happening, okay? <laughs> to my little. What's that machine thing called again? I don't know. Have you invented some kind of machine you haven't told me about? No, the one you bought me to run, uh, run the beer through make it like Oh, the physics. Physics, yeah. I couldn't remember the name of it. What? Oh, you ran beer through the physics, and that's why you're drinking the beer. Okay. Yep. Well, you hadn't had beer in a while, so. You are correct. I have not. That's good, though. I mean, like, you know, because it's, it's really, it's just empty calories. Yeah, but I haven't had shit for calories today because I was told that we were cooking dinner tonight. <laughs> And then you're like, nah, we're not doing it tonight. I'm like, motherfucker, I've been saving calories up all damn day because I wanted these chicken strips. Well, if Parker hadn't eaten an hour ago, we'd be having chicken strips right now. But when he got up, he was hungry and he <coughs> ate and he didn't want to wait. An hour ago? That's well, what you told me at an hour and a half ago. Well, whenever. Whenever he got up. <laughs> Don't be mad at me. I did not do this. <laughs> yeah, it's never you. No, I don't. I don't even want to do a podcast with you this week. Okay, turn it off then. Well, it's it's too late. It's already running. I can't. Like, oh, you know, you don't know how to push the buttons to stop it. No, I barely know how to push the buttons to start it. Yeah, we've proven that before. <laughs> well, let me check. Okay, yeah, we're good. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I do talk about eating. I don't know why I do this myself, but I do this every freaking time. Since I've been watching what I've been putting into my body, watching what I eat, watching how much I work out, trying to eat healthier, watching my calories, watching my sugar intake. I just I have almost completely quit eating candy. Yeah. But I still like candy. I still have that sweet tooth. And one of my favorite things in the world is pull and peel Twizzlers. Oh my God. I love pull and peel Twizzlers. And I bought some the other day because I was like, hey, I hadn't had these in a while, so I got me some Twizzlers. I ate some of them earlier. This happens every fucking time. I get the worst sugar headache. Yeah. Because used to, it didn't happen. Like when I was eating sugar like all the time, like processed sugar all the time, it didn't happen like that. But since I have stopped eating processed sugar, I can't eat anything that is... I can't eat candy without it making me sick. And that sucks. You know how much I love sugar. Well, see, that's like my favorite is the uh, the Hershey's chocolate bar with the almonds in it. Mm-hmm. I got two of those at the store the other day. And they were giving, giving them away to both kids. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, it's just... Stop it, cat. <laughs> Cannot have that. Get away. <laughs> She's like, give me the beer. <laughs> Give me the summer sausage. This That's what this dog is smelling right here. He's smelling that summer sausage. So is the cat. Yeah, well, she can stay away. <laughs> what are you talking about this week? I don't have a whole lot written down. We're just going to kind of freeform. Came. Christmas came early. Well, today is Christmas Adam. So happy Christmas yeah. Adam to everyone who celebrates. Yep. And then tomorrow is Christmas Eve. And then it's Christmas. I didn't have to work on Friday. Which I was did. The best. 
I didn't have to work Friday. You don't have to work Tuesday. So I had the day to myself on Friday, and you're going to get the day to yourself on Tuesday. Yep. And it's going to be nice. Stop it, dog. <clears throat> but it was great. Because <laughs> if this tells you how my week has been going, I got up Thursday to go to work. And I, my alarm went off. I got out of bed, put my contacts in, put my makeup on, got my clothes on, ran out to the car, put the dog up. And the dog was pissed. Like, the dog was like, no, I am not going in the crate. I'm like, Ditto, what is wrong with you? Get in the crate. Like, I had to fight him. He ran in here behind the couch, and I had to come get him because he didn't want to go in the crate. I was like, what is wrong with you? Because normally he just jumps in there, you know? Get all my stuff out. Go out to the car. Get my phone plugged in. Look down at the clock, and I went... Well, son of a bitch. I had misread my wristwatch when I got out of bed, and I was an hour early yep. for work. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go back inside and just wait the clock out, because that that's going to piss me off. I'm not going to want to do that. And by the time you get settled in to watch a TV show, now it's time to leave, and you yeah. know it just it ruins the whole day. So I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to go on to work. And just take a nap. So that's what I did. And it was great. Took me a little nappy nap. (laughs) So my nap was nice. And it was great. And I got to work before anybody else. I just put my little window shade up so nobody could see in my car. (laughs) Set an alarm. (laughs) And they ended up letting us go. What's bad? You know, they let us go early. Because we didn't work Friday, right? Uh, for for Christmas. I, we all thought we were working Friday. And then they're like, no, you don't have to work Friday. I was like, okay, right. And then um, they were going to send us home early. We were supposed to get a go home early on Thursday. Well, they sent out the go home early email at 1.30 or 2. I can't remember what it was. And they... Um, they said you need to send in two bills of lading in the, to this email address, and as soon as you get uh, approval to go home, you can go home. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to do that. So I had two BOLs, sent them in, did my thing. Everybody else sent theirs in. Well, people started leaving. And I was like, hey, did you guys get your email that said that it was okay to go home early? Because I hadn't gotten mine yet. And like two or three people were like, yeah, we haven't gotten ours. We're not waiting. <laughs> I was like, Oh, is that an option? Can I do that? So I gave it like another 30 minutes and I was like, all right, I'm freaking out of here. So I left at like 2.45 <laughs> on Thursday. It's great. So I've had, I've had uh, several days off to the point where, you know, <laughs> to the point where I didn't even know what day today was. So I, I was, uh, where did we go? We went somewhere. Oh, and I said something about, oh, is, is it going to get busy after everybody gets off work? And he just looked at me. <laughs> He's like, it's Saturday. I was like, oh, that's right. <laughs> I don't even know what today is. I've been asleep for two days. It was great. I slept till 8 o'clock this morning. <gasps> you know how long it's been since I've slept past 6 a.m.? Because that dog gets me up every morning to go potty. Every morning. Hey, I actually, I woke up at 4 o'clock this morning. Because you thought you had to go to work. No. I mean, I normally get up at 3. Right, but that's still, you know, pretty close to when you normally get up. 
So, but mm. I did have to go up to work because <clears throat> we didn't unload the trailers that came in, and the guys were supposed to have backed them up against one of the other trailers to keep them secure, and then they were supposed to send in pictures, and they never did. Oh. So I had to go up there anyway, and luckily I did go up there because one of the trailers that they backed up next to another trailer was about a foot and a half, two feet from the damn trailer. I'm like, did he not get out and check? Did he just drop it and go? It's like, fuck it. That's probably exactly what it was. It's like, it's, it's, it's my holiday. I'm gone. It's exactly what happened. So when I went up there, I had to go get the keys to the office from the hiding spot. <laughs> and then get in the office so I could get to a truck key. Go hook up to the trailer. Back up the trailer. Park the truck. Put the keys back. Lock everything back up. And I left. So I'm not too so, bad. It wasn't too bad, but I shouldn't have had to done any of that. They'd have done what they were supposed to do. Well, I mean... You know, there's no good help anymore. <laughs> we, good help, too. The guy that was, I thought was like, I mean, he was really good at his job in the other terminal. Been there for like 20 fucking years. Yeah. He, he's the guy that you liked so much while yeah. you were running the, while you were running the, the nighttime route. Yeah. And his dumbass, he got promoted like just a couple of weeks ago. And then last week on a Friday came to work drunk. I don't understand what has to be going through your mind to make that kind of choice. I don't know, but he did. And they said he was up there talking about this is his show and this is his shit. And he's the only one that can do his job. And apparently they're going to find somebody else to do it. They walked his ass out. Well, see, you should talk to your boss and be like, hey, so a position in Memphis just opened up. You should go. You should go. (laughs) (laughs) And then they can promote the other guy into his position and then you into the other guy's position. Or they can just bypass the other guy and just promote you into your boss's position. Well, I can tell you now, the other guy has no desire <laughs> to ever. Because even we've been joking around, it's like, yeah, we need to get rid of him so you can take his spot and I can take yours. <laughs> and it's like, oh, bullshit. He said, if he leaves, either I'm leaving or... Somebody else taking that spot. It ain't going to be me. Dude, I have no desire for that. Didn't you say, because we, we've talked in the past about people not being, like, officially told your position out there as driver lead. And you said somebody posted a, a, a thing the other day that showed everybody's names and their titles on there. Well, it, it wasn't for that. It was to show your doc production. But it had everybody's job titles on there. And I'm like, oh, so I'm just going to finally just... Make sure everybody knows it's official, huh? And they're like, what are you talking about? I said, well, this paper you put up here was obviously the wrong fucking numbers because I ripped it off the desk. I said, do you realize what it's got on there? And they looked at it like, nope, didn't realize that. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it showed I had that my dock production was four pallets an hour. You can do that before you get out of your truck. (laughs) Much less when you get on the dock. And so... I was like, y'all better fix this shit. Because I set it up, for some reason, on the show, I did like 23 pallets. Mm-hmm. And I was for like, the whole day. I was like, well, I unloaded one trailer by myself that had 40. 
Mm. So something's wrong here. So he, he quit posting that stuff up until they could figure out what's going on with the, how it figures out the numbers and shit. Because, because mm-hmm. like, like before I log off, I can go to to the uh, an app on the computer, and it shows me how I can look and see everybody that's logged on to the dock, what their current parts per hour are, mm-hmm. pallets per hour. Mm-hmm. So, like, every day when I get done, I'll walk in there and look and say, hey, what is it? And one day, he would look at me and just start shaking his head. I was like, what? He goes, he said, I don't even want to tell you. I was like, why? Because I didn't have a whole lot of shit, but I had a bunch of stuff. I mean, I had a bunch of stuff, but it was, like, quick stuff. Mm -hmm. And it came out to my average because I did, like, 45 pieces because they're a bunch of small shit Mm -hmm. in less less than right at 30 minutes. (laughs) So, my pallets per hour was at 90. (laughs) That's the one they should have posted. You're right. <laughs> and you're supposed to get a minimum of what, 11 or 12? Anything under 12 gets you in the, on the naughty list. Okay. All right. So, yeah, but they don't look at it like, if you get like something below 12 one day, they're not going to say shit to you. Mm-hmm. They, they, they look at it more like a weekly average because, you know, sometimes you're going to have stuff that... You have to recoup shit. The shit falls over, you know. And if you're over there picking stuff up, then that's going to slow your of course. counts down. Yeah. So it's so it's it's kind of like an aggregate, kind of an yeah. average. Yeah. So that's why they don't look at it like, oh my god, ride him up because this day he only did ten. Mm-hmm. And they like because they because I was worried about it. Me logging onto the dock sometimes because I'm not actually scanning shit. I'm doing other stuff. And then they were like, "Look, your weekly averages are around thirty-five to 40 Mm-hmm. If you have a day where it's two, nobody's going to say a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> you know? they know, like, yeah. something's, yeah. So. Man, I wish they would do that at my work, because I'm, I'm having a down month. But my months leading up to this have been, like, baller. Right. <laughs> it's just, this is just a down month, just because it's, you know, it's right here in between Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. And it's just, everything has just... In the trucking industry, you just shuts down. And I don't have that one big customer that everybody else has that does daily shipments. I just don't have that person yet. I have not found them. They're out there. I just have not found them. But I'm having I'm having a bad month, and I got my ass chewed like two weeks ago about it. And if he does it again, I'm going to be like, look, you know, I, I understand. Like, I get it. But you yelling at me is not going to motivate me to do any better. <laughs> like, maybe... That is not an effective management style. But he's like, what What kills me is that he has, without saying so many words, has like threatened me with my job. But there's two other people in the, and he said, we well, need to do this, 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 and this, or you're going to be in trouble. All right, fine. There are two other people in the office who have low output this month. He hasn't talked to either one of them about it. I'd like you to guess what the main difference in the two in, in the three of us is. Uh, they got wang dangers and you don't. That is exactly right. <laughs> and uh, or the old tallywhackers. <laughs> and uh, a couple of months ago, when my pregnant coworker was about to go out on maternity leave, my other boss 
was uh, talking to her about a girl he just had to fire in the office. And the way he phrased it was, quote, I just had to fire the other pregnant one. Right. And I went, I didn't say this to him, but I was like, like internally I'm going, oh, maybe don't say things like that. <laughs> she wasn't fired because she was pregnant. Let's get that clear. He's not that stupid. Yeah, she happened to be happened pregnant, to be but pregnant. she got fired. But the point of him making him make him making that disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't don't ever no like no no. Just, mm. So um, you know, there's there's things within this company that is kind of like you guys are you guys are gonna end up with a massive lawsuit on your hands one of these days. So maybe stop promoting brokers that don't know how to fucking manage people. Yeah. And you're promoting them to manage people simply because they're good brokers. That does not make them good managers. No, it does not. <laughs> you have people put people in positions of management that has no experience at that and no training with that. Mm -hmm. They don't know what they can and cannot say. Yes. And it, what they can and cannot do. They don't understand that. No. And that you is... Know, with that the is, company worked at for 12 years, they beat that into your head almost every month. Well, yeah. Absolutely. That is the one thing that I will always credit to Sanderson Farms is uh, they had us in so much management training. Because we had new manager train, uh, We had management training once a month. It was like a one-hour class that we had to go to once a month. And then once every three or four months, we had, like, we basically had to take a weekend yeah. and go to a retreat and learn how to be a good manager. I mean, they like, like you said, they beat it into us. The, the legal part of it, they, they went over, okay, manage this person this way, manage this person a different way. You're not treating them unequally. You're just talking to them in a language they understand. You know. Well, it's just like when I was back in <clears throat> shipping, I had some guys that were like, if I needed them to do better, I would say, hey, man, <laughs> other dealers making you look bad. Mm -hmm. And that would piss him off when he'd go. There was a guy on second shift. If I stroked his ego a little bit, I'd be like, hey, man, would you mind doing this truck for me? And he said, because it's, it's, they're already hounding me, saying it's got to get out. I need it to go as quick as possible. Would you mind being the one doing it for me? He'll get that shit done quick. Mm -hmm. You know, or if I, and if my guys that I had on first, if I went and told them, hey, I don't feel like listening to their shit today, guys, I need a good day today. All right. And man, they would just, they would, they would bust ass for me. Mm -hmm. And all I had to do was just ask them. Now, now I say that because I didn't have to ask them because they busted ass anyway. But if I ever need them just to kind of, just amp it up just a little more. Amp it up a little bit. They would do it for me. They wouldn't ask questions. They'd just go. Mm -hmm. So, well, that's some good guys working for me. Yeah. I, I had some good guys working for me over in the Thotimone department because I still don't know how we did it, but we managed to break several records while I was over there. That's the only time I've ever been good at managing. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, though. Not all of us are good at everything. <laughs> But anyway. Um, but back to what I was trying to say earlier when we got sidetracked, talking I'm about Christmas sorry. coming early. I'm sorry. Uh, we decided to go ahead and we asked the kids what they wanted to do. Uh, if they wanted to wait till Christmas to do presents or what they want to do, they decided they wanted to go ahead and do it yesterday. Mm -hmm. Which I'm fine with because the way I see it, they're on vacation from school. Why not give them a little bit of extra time with their stuff? And it gives us extra time. 
knowing that they're getting to play with their stuff and getting to play with our stuff and, you know, have our stuff before Christmas because we've just got a few days off. Yeah. So we get to enjoy everything. Because I, I finally got some new socks. <laughs> and she was and, and, and she was laughing at me because when I, cause I was like, you know what? I said, bring me a trash bag. And she was like, oh, my God, what? I was like, no, I told you. I said every, because she got me like two or three packages of socks. Mm-hmm. So every used sock I had in my drawers in there, I threw them away. And I put all these in there all nice and neat. I said, come look. Come look. You're pretty. <laughs> Pristine white socks. Yep. You know, that and got new packages of underwears. The only thing I didn't get you were undershirts because I don't think you need an undershirt. I don't need undershirts. I mean, also, I've gotten undershirts. But these um, these underwears are like special little boxer briefs that have like cooling technology in the groinal area that's supposed to like help with your truck nuts. Cut down on the crotch rot. (laughs) (laughs) But that, and then she got me a massage, and I went and did that today, and that was, oh. That little, she was, I, I don't know where, she, she was Asian. Okay. Asian, Asian, you know, of descent, somewhere over there. But it was like, oh, put her in my backpack and take her home with me. Because <laughs> good Lord, that woman was good. I mean, she hit like, she didn't just massage. She did like a lot of those pressure points. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just like everything. When I got up, when I was done, I was just like, my whole body just felt like jello. Well, you came home, you know, an hour and a half later after the massage, and you were like, yeah, my feet are still tingling because they feel so good. Yeah. Maybe that, or maybe it's the socks. I don't know. Maybe it's a combination. I think it's a combination. <laughs> it's the socks. <laughs> well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, though. If you like your feet tingling, I'm going to get you a pedicure. Hmm. Because that's what that's what you got me for Christmas was a, a manicure and a pedicure, and I haven't had a manicure in forever. I'm not huge on nails, but you know they're pretty. Look at look at them, aren't they pretty? They are. And uh, you know, so um, I've I've done nails before, but I have never, literally never, had a pedicure, and I have always wanted one. <laughs> it's funny because you texted me it's like, no one ever told me that pedicures tickle. I'm only <laughs> kicking this poor woman in the face. <laughs> I was doing my best to try to enjoy the pedicure because she was doing such a good job. But every time she would mess with my toes, it would make it would tickle, <laughs> and I'm just like trying not to twitch and kick her in the jaw. <laughs> but oh my gosh, like uh, there, she used she used like two or three different kinds of lotions and like two different kinds of scr- like those salt scrubs, you know, that's got like the it's it's rough and so it like gets all the dead skin off of you. And then she um, used that little cheese grater on my heels, <laughs> got all the calluses off, and oh, it was great. And she she like gave me a gave me a leg massage all the way up to my knees. Oh. And then she went back and she wrapped my legs in hot towels, which is <laughs> I will never turn down a hot towel ever. Again, like I've ever. done that for you here. I know, and they're they're freaking awesome. But the the towels that you have put on my on my legs have been warm. They've been warm towels. The ones she put on there were so hot that I was almost like, okay, that's too much. That's they like when you go to supercuts to get your hair or sports clips. Yeah, sports clips. They'll, they'll do the they'll do the hot towel hot massage. towel and they wash your hair for you. Yeah, yeah, buddy. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> 
But then she brings out this bowl that's got these little black discs in it. You know, they're they're, they're about that big. I, I don't know. How big is that? About the size of a moon pie? Sure. Okay. Well, these, and it was rocks. It was these black rocks. And she took a rock in each hand and, like, rubbed up and down my left. I was like, oh, my God. I'm going to marry you and have your babies. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I was like, hmm, I know how much this costs. I wonder if I can like get away with doing like one a month. <laughs> maybe, maybe not the manicure. I don't necessarily, I mean, these are really pretty though. So I may do the manicure. But either way, I'm thinking like a pedicure a month. Just get my legs rubbed. <laughs> But you also got, what, some bath salts and uh, bath bombs? Not bath salts like what they have in Florida where that makes you eat, makes you eat people's faces. This is right. the stuff you put in your bathtub to make to like relax your muscles. Right. Yes. I got that stuff from the kids and from you. You said you were going to take a bath bomb and like run past the bath. and <laughs> throwing a grenade at you. The kids got their stuff. It was... It was cool. We yeah, had a we had a, a good, good Christmas. Day. I like it. We um, cleaned out the the ferret's cage, and they've got some new bedding. Um, and I put it in there. I put I put more bedding in there this time, and so they've been burrowing underneath it and just sleeping. It's so cute. Well, it was funny when you that pointed out that one of them present. just had their heads poking out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was completely covered by all the all the bedding in the bottom, and just just her little head was poking out. It was funny watching the cat while ago though, because she was on top of the cage. Uh, pawing down at the ferrets and the ferrets were, she, they were, she was pawing at them and they were trying to bite her <laughs> <laughs> aren't they like sort of related I don't know I, I, I wonder if, I wonder if ferrets and cats are I mean the only reason I'm asking is because they kind of act the same maybe I don't know um, I saw the, the Chiefs game is on right now did you notice that uh, Tony is out for an injury during this game they she, probably stuck him on the injured list so that Mahomes would have somebody to throw a ball to yeah they're like yeah uh he's hurt <laughs> he can't play today uh something wrong with him <laughs> make you broke one of his lobster hands <laughs> i don't think i don't even think he has lobster hands <laughs> he's just there's just, just, just no hands there it's just <laughs> he's got those little baby hands yeah <laughs> trying to catch a ball with the baby hands <laughs> <clears throat> Hey, baby. The dog is asleep on my blankets. Oh. Um, let's see. Oh, see, I've already talked about all my stuff. I hope you've got something. Oh, I saw a thing a while ago. Amy Lab is this guy sitting there at, at a table, like, outside their house, like, on a patio or something. The next thing you know, you hear his wife in the background. Hey! You want to explain to me why the hell I just found pictures of naked women on your freaking phone? And he looks up at her and goes, Apparently it's because you're fucking nosy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> hey, look at that. Chief's first play from scrimmage. He just passed for a negative five yards. <laughs> well, I- they, they rolled him up, though. Oh, my goodness. Uh- so um, I don't. Oh, I'm sorry. Negative eleven yards. Negative eleven yards. Holy crap! First play, he's got negative eleven passing yards. 
See, I think Patrick Mahomes' entire problem this season Who do you? is that he is, like, not used to losing. You know what I mean? He's always been on a winning team, and he, this has just not been their year. Yep, old Mahomes and my auto's not doing so well. <laughs> I don't know. Travis Kelsey's doing real well. It's Mahomes, and Mahomes is up there. He's, like, top three or four uh, quarterbacks this season. He really is. It's just the team is just not doing great. I mean, they're already losing to the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. I saw somebody the other day describe the game as a... Who were they playing? It was a the Miami and Taylor Swift game. That's what they called it. I was like, yep, that's, <laughs> that's what the Chiefs are now. They're the Taylor Swift team. <laughs> wow. I feel kind of bad for them. I don't. <laughs> well, I don't know. Anyway, um, so, okay, so I don't want to dwell on this stuff, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock it out of the way. Uh, I have a little bit of politics. Okay. A little bit. Um, so, back in the year of our Lord, 2000, a certain judge on the Supreme Court was saying that, that the judicial salaries are not high enough and that if Congress didn't raise their salaries that he and perhaps another judge were going to have to leave the bench. And that's real sad. So sad for you. But in unrelated news, in the year 2000, certain judges on the bench started getting freely given gifts that meant nothing, that were not, absolutely not bribes. And those judges are still on the bench today. Those two things are completely unrelated, is what I'm saying. Sounds unrelated to me. Completely unrelated. Completely coincidence. Complete coincidence. But um, we don't know who the second judge is, the one that was also going to have to leave the bench, but uh, Clarence Thomas clearly is the first one. Um, and and I've, got, I've even got the article, it was from ProPublica, Pro that uh, looked into the fact that Clarence Thomas was deeply in debt... He got a congressional or he got a, a judicial salary of like two hundred eighty-five thousand dollars, and was was deeply in debt. Had borrowed money from a friend to purchase an RV the year before, and was sitting there saying, you know, if if Congress doesn't either number one raise our salaries, I'm going to have to leave, or number two, they need to remove that rule that says that justices can't be paid for speaking engagements. He's like, I want to be able to make money with my job, and I can't do yeah, it. that poor baby just, I mean, you can't survive on $287,000 I mean, $280, a year. You can't. You can't. Even, I mean, back in, two, back in the year 2000, I mean, that's just, that's pauper's wages. But, um, <clears throat> now, Harlan Crow was not one of the people who um, started leaving gifts on Clarence Thomas's doorstep in the year 2000, but very shortly thereafter, he became one of the ones that was, like, enriching him. But, like... Clarence Thomas's debts got paid off. His RV got paid off. He started going on these swanky vacations with all these mega donors on these giant yachts. Well, we already know. What, what, are you, what are you? Okay, go ahead. No, 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 it's fine. Um, but what's funny about this is that, you know, Justice Katanji Brown, 
that Biden put on the bench. Okay. Okay. Alex Jones was on his show on the 20th talking about how corrupt she was because her husband has a business that had a case in front of the court. She didn't recuse herself. And that was a conflict of interest. And it was a way that she was um, enriching herself. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He had, he had some income from a business that had, that had business in front of the court. Katanji Brown's husband had, was paid by a business that had business in front of the court, and she did not disclose that payment to her husband on the ethics form. So that means she is corrupt as hell, and she needs to leave. But Clarence Thomas, those are just gifts from friends. He literally, like, Alex Jones, like, literally said those words. Those yeah. are just gifts from friends. That's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Completely different. It is completely different. <laughs> and uh, Elon Musk gave a, um, he gave some kind of like talk or whatever um, the other day um, saying that uh, he really hates running a public company. He would rather run a private company. He said because when you run a pro, when you run a public company, you're beholden to the shareholders, and it hurts efficiency when you have to explain why you've lost money during a certain quarter. And I was like, "Keep going, sweetie. You've almost got the point." <laughs> shareholders are bad. <laughs> it's a bad thing. But uh, I didn't know that uh, Musk was actually ordered to pay several million dollars. I think it was twenty million dollars in fines over that one tweet that he sent back in uh, back before two thousand eighteen where he said he had secured the investing so that he could take Tesla private. The same way he took Twitter private. He was going to take Tesla private. And he sent out a tweet saying that he had um, secured the funding. Well, that spooked the investors. It spooked the stockholders. The stock went down. A whole bunch of people lost a whole bunch of money, and he got fined for it because he in no way had that kind of funding. Hmm. He was just talking shit on Twitter. And he also has said... Um, he also has said he doesn't like running a public company. He said because um, you have to be beholden to the shareholders. He said, I can't count the number of times when I've had to stay late on Christmas delivering cars myself. Yeah, bullshit. That's what, that was my reaction. I was like, you have not delivered a single car. Like somebody pointed out... Um, I believe that the guy who kicked someone off Twitter for reporting public information about what city he was in is just going around delivering cars to random Tesla customers because his publicly traded company is still small enough that that's the difference between a good quarter and a bad quarter. So, yeah, I'm sure this is a completely believable story that he's telling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Elon Musk is such an idiot. He is such an idiot. And it, and it kills me because he thinks that he's insanely smart because he has money. And so many of his little follower butt boys also think that he's insanely smart simply because he has money. Like, the number one insult when you say something negative about um, Elon Musk is they'll call you poor. <laughs> Whatever, you're still poor. I was like, and? <laughs> like, that doesn't... 
that doesn't make me stupid or wrong. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the guy's an idiot. <laughs> he has run Twitter, and Twitter is what happens when you give that man full, a blank check to do whatever he wants and nobody to tell him no. Yeah. I've, uh, one of my friends in the Discord actually works in conjunction with SpaceX. He doesn't work, uh, she doesn't work directly uh, at SpaceX, but she works tangentially with SpaceX. So it makes sense. She's an engineer that works on, on some of the stuff they do. Anyway, she backs up the fact, the, the, she backs up the story that the reason SpaceX does so well is not because of Elon Musk. It has nothing to do with Elon Musk. He's the funding. He's the money behind it. And what he will do is he will come to SpaceX, give them 12 insane ideas. He walks out of the room, and then they have the real meeting. Right. And there is literally an entire infrastructure of people working for SpaceX and working for Tesla that their only job is to wrangle Elon Musk and to keep him away from stuff he doesn't need to be near. Because he will destroy it if he gets anywhere near it. And they know that. And so people look at SpaceX and they're like, oh, it's doing great. And it's doing great because of Elon. No, it's not. You don't understand. He's, he's got a lot of handlers. Because he's a dumbass. He can't even wear a cowboy hat correctly. <laughs> oh, I forgot about him wearing his... Sporting his cowboy hat backwards. Yep, he went down to the border to show us how to fix the border. Yeehaw. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> and one other thing. I think you and I have talked about this, but I don't know if, if we've talked about it on the uh, on the podcast. Did we talk about Lady Ballers? Uh, I don't know if I've ever heard of that, so I don't think so. Okay, so you know who Ben Shapiro is, clearly. We all know who Ben Shapiro is. He made a movie called Lady Ballers. And that movie is about a group of middle-aged men who want to win a basketball championship. I don't know the reason behind it. Oh, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, so what they decide that they're going to do is they're going to dress up like women, get on the women's team, and dominate. Okay? And... This movie was intended to be, um, it was intended to be a slamming of transgender women in female-led spaces. But what it ended up being is the most deeply misogynistic, woman-hating movie that has ever been made. Because the entire thesis of the movie is that any man, any man anywhere at any type of physical fitness level, even if you have not played basketball in 12 years and you are old and overweight, you can still go onto a basketball court and beat any female athlete, no matter how good she is. Yeah. That is the whole point of this movie. And it's like they're not... Okay, look, there's a difference between a man dressing up as a woman and playing in a woman's sport than a trans woman playing in a woman's sport. Ben Shapiro 
explicitly admitted that in an interview about the movie. But I don't think that he realized that's what, that that's what he said. He was giving an interview about the movie. He said, yeah, when I, just, when I first started making this, I originally wanted it to be a documentary. I wanted these guys to actually pretend to be women, get onto women's teams, and play. He says, it turns out they don't actually let men onto women's teams. And none of the men wanted to do the stuff it would take, like take hormones, in order to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, my dear sweet Ben, <laughs> you literally just stumbled across the point and still somehow completely missed it. Yep, drilled holes into your own line of thinking, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, but... <laughs> of men think that they could beat a bear in a boxing match. And I guess if you're going by traditional boxing rules, yes, the bear would be disqualified after it ripped your face off. So technically you've beaten the bear in a boxing match. Mm -hmm. But toe-to-toe with a bear, 8% of men actually think they'd come out of it. I could beat a a, uh, fucking great white shark. You're not going anywhere near the damn ocean. In a bicycle race. (laughs) There are men who have never played tennis before who truly believe they can score a point off of Serena Williams. See, what they ought to do is this national thing, right? Make it a big promotional deal, right? Do you think you can score off Serena Williams and have all these like have a stadium full of fucking guys out there and just let her just serve it every fucking one of them one at a time. Because when that ball is coming at your because head at I, 150 if, miles an hour? Because if I was hurt, I wouldn't serve to try to score. Mm-mm. I'd serve to hurt them. I'd serve <laughs> just like if I had a bunch of people, it's like, like when I was still playing baseball, it's like, oh, we could get a hit off of you. Okay. All right. We'll see you do it. You get one plate appearance each? All right. I put in your ear. You ain't going to hit shit. <laughs> but, I, look, look, guys, I love you, but I really, I don't know why your mamas all told you that you were special little boys and could do anything you wanted because, I'm sorry, Serena Williams will kill you Yeah. on a tennis court. And I don't really care who you are. And, and yeah, if she, if Serena Williams went up against what what's that is it is it Roger Federer? Yeah. Yeah, if she went up against him, yeah, she'd probably lose. Honestly, she probably would. But I don't know how to break it to you guys. Sports is inherently an unfair thing because there's always going to be somebody better than you. And I guarantee you if Roger Federer was playing Serena Williams, he would not be playing the same type of game he would be playing against another man. Let me just put it that way. I think he would be way more aggressive with her because he's got a lot to lose if she wins. Well, you're just assuming that's the kind of person he is. I'm assuming that because I know men. <laughs> you don't know me, obviously. <laughs> Because you get like getting dominated by women. That's that's you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> like some woman 
go, I'll dominate you. I'm like, eh, please, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Where do I sign? Shit. <laughs> it's like, tie me up and spike my ass. Mm. <laughs> Lord. <clears throat> God grant me the God grant me the confidence of a mediocre man. <laughs> oh, and we were talking about uh, trans women on on sports. I, I feel bad because I think Leah Thomas, the swimmer, I think she's actually kind of been bullied out of swimming because Probably. like people are just have just been so mean to her. But Riley Gaines has been has she she has become a right wing sweetheart, and I'm thinking this is the best you guys can do. Somebody who tied for fifth place, like, and she was she she said that that Leah Thomas took that away from her. I'm like, you tied for fifth place. She didn't take a medal from you. What's wrong with you? Right. <laughs> now, if you tied for first. If she wouldn't have been there, I'd have finished in the top 20 out of 21 people. <laughs> there was a there was a, a transgender woman runner who was in the, was it the Boston or the New York Marathon? I cannot remember what it was. But when the news reported on her doing the, doing the thing, they said she beat however many thousand women and got a medal. And that's what the headline was. Transgender woman beats 1,600 women, gets a medal. And so it sounds like she, like, dominated all the women in this entire marathon. And, and you know, it's like, it's unfair. How could she get a medal? And she beat all the women. It's because she's a man. And da 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 Well, when you start looking at the facts of it, she finished, like, 900 and something in the, in the female category. She didn't even get, like, a finishing medal. She got a participation medal. <laughs> she wasn't even considered a finisher. And the 1,600 women that she finished in front of were not actual participants in the race because there was only, like, a certain number of people that were allowed to be, like, official entrants in the race. And then they had a bunch of people that were, like, lottery winners, men and women. And it was, like, 2,000 of each. And so they could, they could go, you know, they could finish wherever in the race, and it didn't really matter because they weren't going to win because they were lottery winners. And so they they managed to put it in the newspaper in the most insanely misleading way possible to make you mad at this woman that just, she finished like 950th and got a participation medal. And they're pissed that she got a participation medal. I was like, what is wrong with you people? Like, can't you just be happy that people enjoy things? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't make me. Don't want to do it. <sighs> anyway, okay, moving on. What else you got? Ooh, that, can I have one of those summer sausages? That looks really good. You can have the rest of my mom. I just want one. I'm going to give one to the dog. Look at him. <laughs> He's getting all perked up. <laughs> they were both over here earlier looking for, for one. I can't believe the Chiefs hadn't even scored yet. Hey, it took him three passes to have positive yards in passing. 
I really do feel bad for Patrick Mahomes because when you're on a team that you win, you win, you win, you win, you win, and then you just have a bad season, it's it's really frustrating. Like, I get it. But we did have a productive day today. I mean, we got in there and... Oh, man, did we? Completely redid our pantry and both pantries. Mm-hmm. The kitchen pantry and the, the laundry, laundry room, room pantry. pantry and yeah, it looks good in there, too. Then the spice cabinets and then the medicine cabinets. And I don't think I did as good on the medicine cabinet as you did on the spice cabinet. I really need more practice with the way that you organize. <laughs> That's okay, baby. You have other talents that I, I keep know hearing I do. for. Not everybody is good at everything, and I am fine not being good at everything. Okay? I am perfectly okay only being good at one or two things. <laughs> you have a few things that you're good. They're going for it on Oh, they're punting. That's like, what the hell are they doing going for it? <laughs> I didn't see their punter back there because your words on your screen. Were would, you like me to, would you like me to take the, the subtitles off? Look, was that it? Oh, no. Okay, that was a punt. Um, laugh if they oh. turned that thing all the way down. You got rolled. <clears throat> Do you know? I know you don't like subtitles, but sometimes it's the only way I can hear the screen. That's fine. Okay. You don't watch this TV much anyway. I don't. I know. Because you haven't tickled my feet in forever. Because <laughs> you don't like me anymore. <laughs> I don't hear you disagreeing. <laughs> I like you. That took you way too long. <laughs> I had to think of a good way to say it. Um, <laughs> I just love you so much because you're so pretty. Take your hands off me. You're so pretty. <laughs> that ferret just fell off the thing face first. <laughs> oh, there's Dylan sticking his head out. <laughs> I have been re-watching 30 Rock. And I... 30 Rock is one of those shows that I won't watch it for years. And then I turn it on and I'm like, this is the most awesome show ever. Why don't I watch this show all the time? And then I'll watch it and then I'll go, you know, another five years without watching it. A single episode. And uh, good Lord, they're going to run it all the way in. Look at him. That's a hell of a running place. <laughs> but 30 Rock started in 2008 which seems really late to me. It seems like it should have started sooner than that. But, you know, whatever. But it started in 2008. And it went through 2013 or 14. I can't remember. But anyway, the it, it, watching a show like that reminds me how screwed up my sense of time is. Because they're making cultural and political references for certain things that have happened. And I'm like, no, that hadn't happened yet. Like, there's no way that's already happened in 2008. And it was something that had happened, and I went and looked it up. It had happened, like, five years earlier. I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, why do I not remember things in the right order? You're like, well, damn. Hmm. <laughs> Can you imagine Michael Scott with TikTok? Oh. <laughs> or Kelly Kapoor with TikTok? Oh, my God. She would be the one that would introduce Michael to it. Yeah. You know, you think he didn't get anything done already. <laughs> so this is, this may be more gruesome than they would want to go 
on The Office. But can you imagine Michael Scott making submarine memes from the sub, that, the Titan sub? I can see him doing something like that and then getting in trouble with corporate because he emailed it around. Yeah. And it was something that was like super offensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I don't that because that show is already so it's so it's like so much filled with so much cringe. Mm-hmm. It's like you you're like oh my god, but you have to keep looking at it, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those shows that you could watch all the way through, and then go right back to the pilot and start over again. There are three shows that I can do that with: The Office, Friends, and The Big Bang Theory. I can have them all playing on a loop. I can do that with Big Bang Theory. I can do that with Office. I do not carry do not care at all for Friends. And that's valid. That's okay. I mean, it's not a show for everybody. Yeah, I've never really liked that show. It's mm-hmm. just I don't know because like somebody's like if you ever because they they ran several episodes of Friends through their computer or whatever and separated out the soundtracks mm-hmm. and he said and he watched like six episodes without the laugh track added mm-hmm. and he said you, you watch it that way and you can see why they had to add the laugh tracks because it's obvious it's not a live people no but it was a live audience because it, it, it's not funny it it a hundred percent was a live audience with friends. It's a hundred percent a live audience with the Big Bang Theory. They said that you could tell it's it's laugh tracks. If you watch it out <clears throat> laugh tracks, you can see it's. See, I, I personally, I think that's a little unfair to the show. Because I've heard that before. I've heard that about Friends. I've heard it about the Big Bang Theory. Take out the laugh tracks. Not funny anymore. Okay. The laugh track is part of the show. It's, it's it's there, yeah, to kind of to kind of spur on your own laughter, but it's also there for the timing. And when they write these episodes, they time the acting for the laugh track, and they time it for the audience laughing. It, it's timed that way on purpose. You, it's not fair to a show that's timed with a laugh track to take the laugh track out and be like, well, it's not funny. That's because the timing doesn't work anymore. Because it's not supposed to work like that. If you take a show like um, New Girl. New Girl didn't have a laugh track. It was com- timed completely differently. So I don't I don't think that's I don't think that's fair to any of the shows with laugh tracks to say that they're not funny without it. I, I just never enjoyed that show. I just I don't know. I, and and that's okay. I mean there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, there's, there's and, 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 and not and everything me, is for everybody. And I'm not trying to say that I think it's dumb if somebody likes it. Because everyone has their own taste, everyone has their own thing. You know, I'm not going to begrudge somebody else for liking it. Mm-hmm. That's just not my thing. Yeah, it's just not your thing, and it's fine. And and that's why that's why since you've started sleeping back in the bed again, <laughs> I promise our marriage is fine. Um, but that's because but that's, most of the times I'm in bed before you are. I know, but that's the reason I've been playing the Big Bang Theory in it because I need I need something I need something on the TV when I'm sleeping or I don't sleep real well. Right. If it gets too quiet, my ears ring and I can't sleep. Right. But that's why Big Bang Theory is on in the bedroom all the time instead of Friends. Because when you were in here sleeping on the on the chair because it was hurting your back, because the bed was hurting your back. Right. Um, 
I would have friends on in there because that's, you know, that's, that's a different type of comfort show. And I think my brain is responding to the rise and the, believe it or not, the rise and the fall of the laugh track because it's predictable. It's very predictable. And the way it's timed throughout the show, it's, it's not unexpected. It's nothing weird that comes up. It's not a strange noise. You know, it's, it's very soothing. And I think that's why I sleep so well to it. Because, you know, before um, before we moved up here, um, I was um, I would just play Hulu at night. And it would be reruns of, um, what was it, um, Two and a Half Men. Yeah. And I would just, I'd just play Two and a Half Men all the time. And uh, I can't <clears> watch Hulu again. Because I don't know the login information. It's asking for it again. I don't know why it does that shit. It's so stupid. Like... I've been logging. I log into Hulu like every other day. Why all of a sudden you fucking ask me for my damn login information? I don't know. Same shit as it was two days ago, Xbox. Fucker. I had to change the bank password for Jenko because I can't remember what I changed it to. But like every month or so, because I use I use the the face recognition to actually log into that account, and then every once in a while it needs you to re up it to make sure that it's still you. And so I had to put in my password today, and I was like, oh. <laughs> well, fucking know what that password is could be anything so i changed it and now i don't remember what i changed it to so the next time it needs a new password i'm gonna have to change the password again i probably should write this stuff down like a boomer yeah you know you were saying i was just sitting there thinking about we ought to go through and change passwords on everything so we put the same password on everything so we know what it all is Mm -hmm. that way if somebody figures it out you can have everything What, <laughs> what kills me is when I have people come up there to rent cars and they have to verify their uh, email address. Oh. <laughs> and they'll give me first name, last name, and then four letters. And I'm like, oh, that is clearly your bank pen. Right. <laughs> that is 100% your pen. That is the number that you use to get into your phone. That is that number right there. You just gave me access to your entire life. Yep. <laughs> know what your pin is for your unlock on your phone don't put your bank pin in your password <laughs> i mean in your in your email address <laughs> <coughs> what else oh, you got Lordy. uh i have one thing i don't know if i want to talk about such a long drawn out deal that's okay. I can go to some am I the assholes if you want me to because I got a couple of doozies in here. I, I will say one thing real quick about it. The shit behind Medicaid is fucked up and it's bullshit. Let's dig in. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. So, my mother, who is in a nursing home in Texas, has Medicaid that pays for her nursing home. And she also still gets, I guess, Social Security or whatever that goes Mm -hmm. into an account. And, like, basically, almost all of that goes into paying for her her nursing home. Mm -hmm. And Medicaid pays for the rest. Right. Okay. So, basically, that Social Security check gets deposited into the account and then immediately removed to go to the nursing home. Right. It doesn't sit sit in that account at all. Actually, it doesn't even sit on. it, It goes straight to the nursing home. Okay. Uh, well, her Medicaid got denied. Mm-hmm. 
when it was time to redo it. And it got denied because she has an open bank account. Now, this is a bank account that after I turned 16, I was added to her account. Mm-hmm. All right, so I've been on this account with her since I was 16. Well, uh, last year, we went through and we had to, when, when she went into the nursing home, we had to go through and clear out her bank account, you know, make sure all, all that money that was in there, well, I said all that money, it wasn't very much. When we were supposed to go and we thought I had closed out the account. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently about three months ago, they don't even know where the fuck it came from. But $3.28 showed up in this dormant account. That we thought was closed. Right. It got down to a zero, but apparently they didn't actually close it. Mm-hmm. So three months ago, $3.28 showed up in this account. And because she has an open bank account, they denied her Medicaid. Mm-hmm. Because in this country... For the government to help you, you have to be, you have to have nothing. Anyway, go ahead. But, uh, so I spent from like 11 o'clock to about 4.30 on and off the phone with the bank, trying to figure out what was going on. I was finally able to get them to say, okay, I need to close this account out. And they asked me, well, what do you want to do with the $3.28? Do you want to come by and pick it up? I was like, I'm not, I'm six hours from there. I'm not driving there to get $3.28. Mm-hmm. I told him, I don't give a shit if you pull it out and go throw it in the fucking parking lot. <laughs> but uh, they said that they could donate it to some nonprofit or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, they were naming off different ones. And I said, ooh, food bank, give it to them. But uh, then I was like, and then Medicaid was also saying that, well, she also has a savings account. Mm-hmm. And my sister was talking with them and, because my sister has legal authority to talk about her because me and her have split uh, power of attorney over her, mm-hmm. right? Well, uh, what? You have your watch. Oh. Uh, shit, I forgot what I was saying that. Oh, the, uh, she was talking to them about the savings account. <laughs> right. Well, I guarantee she does not have a savings account. All right? Never has, never will. Well, well man, we're showing that she has one. It's set up with her for her there at the uh, at the nursing home. And she's like, uh, that's the trust account, the trust fund. And the lady from Medicaid office is like, well, yeah. And my sister said that you know her filter didn't quite kick in, and she goes, do you not know the fucking difference between a trust fund and a savings account? <laughs> because the way it works, uh, by law, the nursing home cannot take 100% of her money. Mm-hmm. And so it's like 50 or 60 bucks a month goes into this account for her that she, because like once or twice a month they have somebody come in and if the Residents there want to get their hair made, hair mm-hmm. done, or something like that. You know, something, something to make nice. them feel better. Yeah. Something nice. They can do that. <clears throat> uh, you know, they have their meals 
you know, the three meals a day or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, like, if they want to go over to the lunchroom and get extra snacks or something Mm -hmm. extra to, like, a soda or something like that to drink, that's what that fund is for. Right. Right? Uh but they had they so they need information. Then they said, "Oh, we got to have six months worth of bank statements from that account now." The bank account that had the three dollars. That had the three dollars twenty eight cents. Yeah. We couldn't get into the online banking because we haven't used it in over a year because we caught we closed the fucking account. Mm-hmm. Couldn't figure. They couldn't help. They couldn't. There's no way we could get back into that. Uh, I was talking to two or three different women several times. Uh, and this one lady's like, I'm just gonna see if I can just do this. I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and get, give it to you because I thought I'm sitting there thinking I'm gonna have to drive six hours to this bank to get these fucking statements because, because they won't let my sister do it because even though she has power of attorney over my mother, she doesn't have power of attorney over me, and I'm on that account. Mm-hmm. Can't remove my name from the account. Without going down there in person. Without going down there in person to fucking do it. And then I was like, okay, well, the lady finally said she's going to do it. And when when she sent it to me, the whole security email thing, there was a note attached to it that said, sorry, I can only do one month. They charge you $5 to do each additional month. Or this one lady, a different lady told me they charge 40 bucks to pull it up and send it to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? $40 is a hell of a lot cheaper let me drive until to East Texas to do this. So mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. Okay, that's what I'll have to do. All right. Now, how do I do that? Well, you have to pay in person, motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, what? I said, there's no way I can pay this shit online, like on, like over the phone or nothing. She said, no, this is there's no way possible. And I said, so can my sister come up there and pay it? No, she's not on the account. I'm like, okay. So here, all right, hear me out. Is there a way? Because this is a customer service center that's in a different town close to where the bank is, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, is there a way I can get on the phone with the bank or maybe even with you while you're on the phone with the bank? However, I request these six months worth of statements. My sister standing in the lobby hands them $40 and says, here. Now, they don't have to show her shit. She's just transferring the money <laughs> and then y'all pull it up you send it to me and we go about our way and they said no i was like why do you care who gives you the fucking money why should that matter if you're getting the money why, why does it matter if she's the one standing there handing it to you or i am if she's not getting the fucking paperwork and this was going on and on i'm just i finally decided motherfucker i'm gonna have to figure out a way to get to East Texas to do this. And my boss thought that I was going to end up taking off on Friday to do it. And I'm like, oh, hell no. Because I would lose Friday pay, plus the way the company works, if you don't work the day before and the day after a holiday, you don't get your holiday pay either. So I'd be missing Friday's hours. Already didn't get today hours, which I usually get like three or four on Saturday, plus I wouldn't be getting holiday pay for Monday. Plus, you don't get paid for Tuesday because you're off. Right. So you'd be getting a check for three days for next week. Yeah. Plus a check for four days this week. Basically, plus you'd have to spend the gas to get there, the gas to get back, any snacks that's on the way. This literally would have cost us about $1,500 for you to do this. Yeah. 
For, so, because because they can't let your sister hand, hand them $40. 40 fucking dollars. I was so fucking pissed. <laughs> but but these but I I will say these ladies that worked it was two of them that I kept talking to back and forth. I mean, and I will say that these ladies were they, tremendous at what they were doing. They were constantly trying to figure out some way to help me. Uh, and this last one that I talked to, she just she could tell how frustrated I was. I was talking to her. I, said, I can't not just drop everything and drive up there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I even went like, well, if my sister has power of attorney, why can't she do it? And they had no record of any power of attorney that she had there. And I'm like, well, I know she took it up there. She's taken it up there like twice. Mm-hmm. And both times, y'all made a copy of it. Now, what the hell y'all did with that, that? I don't know. I said, okay, well, fine. Well, can she bring it up there with her now? And that still wouldn't work. I'm like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> like, you're ruining Christmas. <laughs> but after all this, this, this last lady, she could just tell how freaking frustrated I was getting with all this shit. Mm-hmm. And she goes, you know what? Hang on a second. She went and talked to somebody about it, I guess, and came back. And she goes, I'm going to stay on the phone with you for a minute. It's like, okay. She goes, oh, shoot. All right. It was funny because she said, I'm going to put you on hold for a minute. That's okay. I was like, look, look I'll stay on hold however long I need to. If you can figure out a way to help me, you do, do whatever you got to do. And she finally came back. She said, okay, I'm going to stay on the phone with you to make sure this works. I was like, okay, what? She goes, well, I'm just check your email and let me know when you get an email from me. I said, okay. And when I got through, she helped me walk through the whole secure process because it, when it's a secure email because it has accounts, right? there's like several steps you have to go through to get the information. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Remind me, that, let, let's back up for a second first, right? They told me that my mother, if we could get her up there, she could request the statements. And I'm like, she's in like early stages of kidney failure. She's got Alzheimer's. Getting And this bank is literally like within walking distance, even for somebody with a walker. Yeah, it's like two blocks away. It's not even that far, I don't yeah. think. It's like right there next to the nursing home. I was like, that's not an option. I said... And they're like, well, she'd have to have an ID. And I was like, well, she doesn't have a state-issued ID because we let her ID, her driver's license go, expired a long time ago when it was no longer safe for her to drive. Mm-hmm. And they's like, I was like, but they were like, well, she could verify information just like, you know, we had to verify with you when you called her the phone. And I'm like, ma'am, you don't, what you don't understand, this was what I was talking to this last lady because she was asking that again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, look, there's no she's she's not mobile. She can't get there, right? And I said, even if by some miracle the nursing home figured out a way to get her over there with my sister or somebody, I doubt she would even know she was even at a fucking bank. Yeah. And and there's there's no way she'd be able to verify that information. She probably couldn't tell you her maiden name. She probably mm-hmm. couldn't tell you her birthday. She couldn't tell you her social security number. She couldn't tell you her driver's license number. She couldn't Verify any of that shit, right? Because Alzheimer's. I mean, like, right. literally half the time, she doesn't know who your sister is. Well, like, it even got to a point, like, when my sister took her son up there. Mm-hmm. She asked him, well, how was ball going? 
she thought he, her son was me. Mm-hmm. Because her son's never played sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your nephew is not in sports right now. So your mom, yeah, your mom 100% thought that he was you. Yeah. But, and finally this lady come back. She was like, we're going to walk through your email. We're going to check it. I said, all right, I just got an email from you. Walk me through it on how to get into it. And she kind of went around their policy and got me all six months that I needed. Emailed me every damn one of them. Mm-hmm. So I went through, I screenshot them, and sent all those in an email to my sister, who then printed them out, <laughs> which that's a funny story in itself, too, and got them over to the nursing home. Mm-hmm. And I asked the ladies, look, is there, I know a lot of times customer service has, uh, like, online surveys and stuff like that you can take about how your experience was. I said, do you have anything like that? And she said, no. I said, I said she goes, why? I said, because I would like to be able to give you some really positive feedback on how well you, 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 you guys have, like, you even talked me off a ledge a few times. Like, if I didn't shave my head, I would have yanked all that fucking hair out. <laughs> I said, I, I'm really surprised that my phone was still in my hand by the end of the conversation and not halfway across the fucking parking lot. <clears throat> she said, well, you can talk to my heart supervisor. So I said, let me do that. So I talked to her, and I was telling her about everything, you know, and just it, it, how great they did for me. and But it was... It, it was rough. Yeah. Because, like, the whole thing with the printout, with the stuff, because it had, like, some pictures of some kind, like, of the bank. And my sister's like, well, I can't print them out in color. I'm like, I'm sure they don't fucking care. And she goes, the funny thing is, though, is that, you know, cause she works in some kind of office at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, if her coworker that sits right next to her was there, she, she could email them to her. Then her coworker could print them out in color, and they use the same fucking printer. Yeah, same network, same printer, same everything, right. and they sit literally right next to each yeah. other. And she says she's even had, <laughs> she's even had IT come and look at it because she can't print anything in color. And she said the first IT got over there went white. That's weird because you got it selected as color. She said she looked at it and she's like, "Well, no shit." <laughs> I can see that. I can read. <laughs> but for some reason, she can send something, and the other girl can send something, and she can't print in color. <laughs> but she was like, hey, I'll need this in color. So she'll email it to her coworker, and her coworker will send it to the printer. <laughs> That's so goofy. But, uh, but when you told me that story about the printers, I told you the story about Which is why the I wanted ball. to mention that, because this is what I want to hear about. Okay, so the bowling ball. Um, now... I have to preface this by saying I honestly don't know if this is true or if this is just one of those urban legends that has been passed down through generations, okay? But there is a game, and don't get me to lying which game it is. It's just a game from the past that when they were doing the code, if you go into this one house in this game, there is a bowling ball in the wall, partially sticking out of the wall. You can tell it's a bowling ball. It's just... In the wall. And nobody can figure out why it's there. They see the code for it to be there. But nobody can figure out who put it there. Why it's there. And every single time they try to delete the code for this bowling ball, it crashes the game and it won't work. And nobody can figure out why. So they have to put that code back into the game and keep the bowling ball in the wall just so the game will function. 
And that, I, honestly, I think that's IT, or I think that's game development in a nutshell. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, we don't know why it works. It just fucking works. Okay? <laughs> For some reason, if I put this zero here and this one here, it, it makes this do that. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes no fucking sense to me at all. One of one of my one of my good friends on on Discord is a uh, she's a game uh, not a game developer but she's she's an IT and um, she has told me that um, what worries her one of these days some of this code from the eighties it's not gonna work anymore. Because nobody knows how to maintain it. Because what they've been doing is some of this code from the 80s that was used as the building blocks for the internet has just been copy and pasted forward. It's eventually not going to work anymore because nothing works forever. Nobody there's knows not going to be anybody around that knows how to redo it. Because nobody knows that code language anymore. They've just been copy and pasting it and sending it on. Nobody know like COBOL and you know like all these old langu- programming languages. We don't speak those languages anymore. And these old programmers are, they're all passed away. And one of these days that code's not going to work anymore. When it doesn't work, neither will the internet. And she was like, I'm not talking about like certain parts of the internet are not going to work. The whole thing, and they're going to have to rebuild it from scratch. And do you know? <laughs> What a massive undertaking that is. But she well, said see, this but, is all being built on ones and zeros from the 80s. But with that being said, the way I, I, I view that whole situation now is, okay, well, if that's, if that's a possibility of happening one day, right? Mm-hmm. Surely... There are already teams and bukus of people that's already working on a solve for this when it happens. Yeah, no, I'm not saying... Like, basically, like, they're already working on building up a backup internet hub, or whatever you want to call it. So, when this one finally just decides to say, fuck you, I'm out, and quits, then it can just, a nice, easy transfer over to the other one. So I'm I'm hoping that what happens with the internet situation is the same thing that happened with Y2K. Oh, everybody thought that when the computer switched over to a certain time, it was like, because that was a code for shutdown back when or whatever. Do you know why it didn't happen? Everybody's like, oh, Y2K was overblown. It was not a big deal. You know why it wasn't a big deal? It's because programmers were working 24 hours for a year trying to make sure it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. We never saw them. We don't know their names. These guys will never be known by history, but they saved us. They absolutely saved so us. So made me think about the commercials. Remember the little commercials, Real American Heroes? Yeah. <laughs> we salute you, Mr. Background IT man. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to you. <laughs> Y2K didn't happen. Right. <laughs> but yeah, they, like, because I've, I've got, like, Josh is, is a program. He's an IT programmer. And then uh, my, my other friend over on the Discord, she's also a programmer. And um, they have both backed this up to me. They said, oh, yeah. They said, Y2K was going to be a massive problem. Huge. Like, bigger than we were even being told. 
that it was going to be. Yeah. And then uh, people just were literally working around the clock to make sure it didn't happen. I, I can remember that being a subject that we covered in my computer class my junior or senior in high school. I mean, in college. I was going to say, that like would be college. 98 or 99. Yeah. They yeah. were like, this is a legitimate deal, but people are, you know, we, there, there are people that are working on it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But there is, there's going to be, even the people that are working on it, when that, when that ticker clicks over. They're going to be freaking out. <laughs> there's going to be a, it's going to like, there's going to be like, you thought like a nervous people doing a countdown when a rocket ship is taking off, right? He said, I can guarantee you in that room, you could hear a pin drop from 200 yards away because mm. everybody's going to be holding their breath, waiting to see if what they've been working on for the last year and a half or so is truly going to prevent apocalypse. Basically. Yeah. And so, and, and like, and he said, I guarantee you, it was like their favorite team won the best sporting event, whatever, when it clicked over to that next second. And everything was fine. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, oh my God, oh my God. (gasps) (laughs) That's probably like putting a man on the moon at that point, you know? (laughs) We didn't really put a man on the moon. Have you been seeing all the commercials? All all the stuff on that? Um, I saw some FX guys on TikTok, um, and they said that we put a man on the moon. So it was on TikTok, so it must be real. You know, my my favorite conspiracy theory is about that, right? What's that? You see, there's two. The shoe prints don't match. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And this, the, the famous picture of... Actually, there's three. Okay. I forgot the other one. The famous picture of him getting on the moon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who took the picture? Okay, so I have an answer for that, but go ahead. All right. Okay. And then you see the, the pictures of the craft or whatever this thing looked like somebody built in a kindergarten class Mm -hmm. this janky looking machinery thing that they supposedly landed on the moon right Mm -hmm. the 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 buggy that they they rode around in how did they where was that attached (laughs) to this little machine thing that they floated down into the moon with that i don't know how did that get there? Because it was there. I think there was more to the module than what you're seeing in the museum. Like, I'm talking like about in the I... pictures of the machine, the thing that they went and landed on the moon. Then they went and got in their little buggy and drove around on the moon. How did that get there? I think I think you're I think you're missing size differences. There's perspective stuff in the pictures but you want to know who took the picture of the guy getting off the the space the spacecraft onto the moon because the person in that picture is buzz aldrin not neil armstrong neil armstrong is the one taking the picture he's standing over here taking the picture of buzz aldrin getting off the little thing <laughs> is that what they tell you <laughs> Is that what they told you? Yes, that's what they told me. <laughs> you people believe anything. You believe in the moon? <laughs> the moon's fake. 
if somebody like, if somebody gives you a conspiracy theory, just out conspiracy theory them. The moon landing was fake. <laughs> you believe in the moon? <laughs> just <laughs> the sun's fake. Haven't you seen the pictures? <laughs> Why is the sun and the moon the same size in the sky? Okay, explain that, Einstein. Right. I've been listening to some flat earther people on on TikTok. It's great. I, I don't know how I end up in these corners on TikTok, but they're because they're, they're entertaining. <laughs> they really are. Sovereign Citizen TikTok has been well, my let's favorite not get so down far. That road. But good. anyway, yeah. so flat, we'll save that one for next one. Yeah, flat Earth TikTok. How long have we been going? Uh, a while. Yeah. <laughs> flat Earth TikTok has been a lot of fun because these flat earthers they all have like their own special little theories about where the moon is and where the sun is and how the earth is flat and all this other stuff, right? Well, <laughs> this guy, this man on the street, this reporter was talking to this one guy who his claim was not just that the earth was flat, but also the sun is not real. What you're seeing is the sun is not the real sun. The sun is no more than 50 feet away from you, or 50 miles away from you at all times. Also, everybody has their own son. And the guy was like, huh? Like, everybody's got their, like, the son that you see in Los Angeles is a different son than what you see in New York? He's like, no, no, no. Each individual person has their own son. And it's no more than 50 miles away at any time. And he's like, and the reporter was like, Okay, so how do you explain when you get in a plane? The sun doesn't appear to be any closer when you're... And the guy was like, it's like a rainbow. It moves, like, away from you as you're, as you're moving toward it. And that's why it follows you in the sky. It's because it's your own personal sun. <laughs> See, there, there, there are conspiracy theories that are entertaining, okay? And then there's... Stupid fucking people. <laughs> and this, that's what that one is. This guy actually, if I had to guess, I'm thinking maybe he's been on drugs too long and they've scrambled his brain. Like, what drugs are you taking and can I have one? One of my favorite things about the Flat Earth people is there was a group of Flat Earthers. They have like this little organization. They have a name. They have a tax ID. They have all this stuff. And they decided that they were going to prove, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that the earth was flat. I said, okay. So one way you can do that is <clears throat> you take somebody and you put them here. And then you take a different somebody and you move them, I think it's like a mile. I think you move them a mile down the road. And they have to have a flashlight. But they have to, uh, yeah, they have to have a flashlight. And then the person over here is supposed to be looking through, um, like, surveyors' materials. You know, that, that surveyors' thing? Yeah. That they, so he's looking through that at the guy that's a mile away. And you, sh if there's no curvature to the earth, the guy can hold the um, flashlight at chest level, and you'll be able to see it. And I said, and we're going to do it. We're going to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that there's no curvature to the earth. Okay. So they go out there and they do this. And they're having all kinds of trouble seeing the guy holding the flashlight. Man, that is so weird. just can't understand why we can't see the flashlight. Hey, hey, man. They got on the, the walkie-talkie. They're like, hey, raise the flashlight up above your head. 
he raises it up above their head, up above his head, he automatically see it. <laughs> and the guy was like, the guy that was running the whole thing was like, wait, that shouldn't be happening like that. <laughs> Maybe we have our stuff wrong. And so they try it again and they like recalibrate it and they can't see the light. Raise it above your head. Raises it above their head. They can see the light. Damn it. That proves there's a curve to the earth. <laughs> And then they did another one, the same group. They were, uh, if the earth is a sphere and it's rotating, if you have a gyroscope, you can expect that gyroscope to move 15 degrees in an hour. Because that's, is it 15 degrees in an hour? Anyway, that's how fast the earth rotates. So you should expect it. So they said, what we're going to do is we're going to get this top dollar. He said, one of our people spent $20,000 on a gyroscope and we're going to prove that it doesn't work great motherfuckers proved it worked again they were getting a 15 degree drift every single time <laughs> and they're like and they asked they asked the guy during this documentary they were like so what does this mean for you as a flat earth group he says well we're going to the convention here pretty soon if we don't get some of these experiments to come out right i just don't know what that means <laughs> it means the earth is round it means the earth is we have known the earth was round since the 1200s <laughs> and these idiots are trying to prove it's flat it's like <laughs> that's been fun yep and they're gonna keep trying <laughs> and i i keep coming across those on tiktok's like if after watching this if you still believe the earth is a globe and round then there's just no helping you and they come up with all these things on there, and I'm just like, okay, yeah. So you're pointing out that if the Earth is curved, you shouldn't be able to see this pyramid from where you're at. But you're obviously at an elevation that's extremely high, which is probably why you can see that still. Well, there's a very famous picture of some windmills. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's windmills. Um, off in the distance and you can't see the bottom part of it they're they're off in, in the ocean and you right. can't see the bottom part of it and, and flat earthers are like oh that was that was a uh, um those are those are doctored photos and then there's another one where you can see uh is it power lines that are going off across yeah. the ocean and they literally you can see the curve as they are curving out of sight yeah like you can l look at the curve oh that's doctored <laughs> what <laughs> like you can go to this place and see this for yourself, like not just the picture, like these exist. You can travel to this location and watch the curve of the earth. Oh, what are they, what's the other one they use? They say because of planes. That if you set a plane to go straight, then it should eventually leave the atmosphere. No, because fucking gravity's a thing. <laughs> But they don't believe in gravity either. Oh, speaking of which, I saw one thing that was really cool from um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, I love him. Okay. They were talking about how getting something from one point to another. Right? Mm-hmm. He said, okay, so say like you've got this point right here up high and this point down here off to the side. Mm -hmm. Right? The shortest distance between two points, straight line. Right. 
but it's not always the fastest line. Okay. And it was efficient, right? Okay. And it was funny watching these guys go, <gasps> you know, okay, because you know, like when you see rockets taking off, mm-hmm. like the ones that are going to outer space, they don't go, the ones that are going up into orbit, mm-hmm. they don't go straight up. Okay. What do they do? You ever watch them, they go up and they curve. Okay. Right? And that's how they leave the atmosphere, at a curve, right? So, I'm going to have to show you this on a piece of paper just so you can understand what I'm talking about. But you got a point here and a point here. The shortest distance between these two points is that straight line. Right. Okay. So, you've got but, an x-axis and a y-axis right? in, in the straight line. Basically like a triangle, right? Right. Straight, 90-degree triangle, right? Okay. But that's not necessarily the fastest way. And where they shown this is by... As an example, they used a marble, mm-hmm. right? They set a marble up here, let go of it, timed how long it took to get to the point. Okay. Right? Then they took the same marble and did a slope. <gasps> so you're getting all this speed coming down. And then it... Right? So you're getting all this speed coming down to get to that point. Right. right? Well... You've got these rocket ships trying to get to a point in outer space. He said, you take this slope, and this is what he did, and it was funny. I bet you're going to do the same thing. It increases velocity going out when you use the slope. Because they're using, because when they're doing that, it's, they're, I can't remember if he said they're going with or against the spin of the Earth. Uh-huh. And that's how they get from this point that they're starting at to this point that they're getting to faster they hit that slope. By hitting that slope. But when he turned that upside down and showed it to the guys, they went, oh, <laughs> that's why they do the, oh, my God. <laughs> but I thought that was a really cool thing. That is really neat. That is awesome. Well, something that I didn't know Fucking about. Neil Grass Tyson teaching me something. Well, he, he, taught, he taught me this and something I didn't know about the ISS. You know, you're not technically weightless in the ISS. You're not out in space far enough to be weightless. Right. The reason that you're weightless in the ISS is because that thing is falling constantly. Yeah. And it's just falling in such a way that it doesn't hit the earth. Right. But it's it's like constantly in a state. That's the reason the plane, when it goes up and down, the vomit comet, when it's going up and down, and when they're doing the weightless, tra- weightless training for, for all those people... That's why that plane works. When they're going straight down, you're weightless. Well, that's what the fucking ISS is doing. And honestly, I think if I was on that thing with that knowledge in my head, I'm not sure there's enough, there's a type of power in the world that could stop me from going insane. Right? (laughs) And probably destroying a bunch of shit that I don't need to destroy on the ISS. (laughs) I mean, like that dude on Armageddon, that Russian guy just like beating shit with a wrench. <laughs> See, I love those episodes of Big Bang Theory when Wallace was out there. I, that would he that would be me, man. I'd be like, because <laughs> like when he was talking about when he was asleep, one of the astronauts went on a spacewalk and glued an alien mask to the outside of his window. <laughs> Oh, 
well, there was there was an astronaut. This actually happened. There was this an snuck astronaut. The gorilla suit? He snuck the gorilla suit up to the ISS. Didn't tell anybody. I have no idea how he did it. There had to have been somebody in on it with him. Oh yeah. But he snuck this gorilla full body gorilla suit up to the ISS. Didn't tell anybody about it. Changed into it and then started chasing the astronauts through the damn station. They were freaking out. It was right? hilarious. And he <laughs> and he's just like floating through space, looking like Chewbacca. <laughs> He's probably lucky he didn't get shot with a space gun. <laughs> I don't think they would allow any kind of weapon on that thing. You know what? If you puncture a hole in it, it doesn't matter. You, there's no point in shooting it because you're all dead anyway. <laughs> Lord. All right, we've been going too long. <laughs> all right. Unless you want to keep going. No, we need to call it. We do need to call it. Cardboard, thank you for making it this far. That slope thing was cool, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Just, just, I still remember that video when he turned it over and the guys were like, <gasps> Is Smashing Hero still listening to the podcast? Hi, Smashing. Know. If you're here, hi. And he Chris, sometimes. Hi, Chris. <laughs> we have like Chris. three loyal listeners. Oh. I didn't know we had more than one. <laughs> That's okay, though. I, even if we had none, this would still be fun to get together Yeah, and do this every week. It really so. is. Anyway, you can reach us on all the so- you can reach us on my socials because you don't have any socials. <laughs> Minor. I do. Shane. I have Facebook. I have uh, uh, TikTok. <laughs> I have Instagram. And you don't message anybody on any of them. No, I like Instagram though. Yeah, you you've been on Instagram more than you've been on TikTok recently, and you haven't been on Facebook at all. You see more boobies on Instagram. I know. I like boobies. Well, boobies are boobies are nice. I think the dog is asking to go out. Probably. <laughs> Thank you for joining us this long, and we love you. Bye. <laughs>